So let me just summarize because of time. In the beginning now, Jesus sets out to launch the church, the inception of the church. And when he sets out to launch the church, he launches the church. He dies for the church, he resurrects for the church. And he brings resurrection life into the church. And then at Pentecost, then the bathing out, the inauguration of the church, Peter stands up and gives the inaugural speech about the church. And then now, Jesus, in his narrative of the church, I want to examine a little bit more detail what he said about the identity of church. Hallelujah. Again, from that original blueprint to see if we are still around there. That ecclesia, ecclesia. Did somebody hear the word ecclesia? Ecclesia. How did Jesus define the church? Let me jump because of time. John chapter 3 verse 3. John 3, 3. How did Jesus define the church? Because in the process, again, how, can you focus on me? Because I will, I will read, don't worry, I will read. So I want eye contact. In the, don't worry, my son. Yes, your bishopric is coming, I'm waiting. Right. So, in that definition, again, we are simply taking the original blueprint and putting the current church and seeing, have you deviated or you are still on the road? Isn't that a beautiful thing to do? That's a good thing to do, right? V very good thing, eh? Very big, powerful thing to be done. To help the church. Yes, to help you people. To make sure you enter. Because you are not into this for joking. No, you want to enter. Hallelujah. So let us do it now. John. So I'm getting deeper. Time is running out. Please. John 3, 3. I'm going to read it real quick. And then let's see what he said about the church. The ecclesia, because it's a, the ecclesia, but the people inside it, right? John 3 3, ecclesia. Beautiful word, right? Did somebody hear that word? Ecclesia. I mean, removed from the world and given unto the Lord. <laughs> Purchased by the Lord from the world and given unto by Jesus and given unto the Lord. So, John chapter 3, verse 3, let's see what he says about ecclesia and the people inside it. In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. Hey, that's another place to start from. And then vet the church. So my question then is this. Ecclesia, Ecclesia. That's the name, Ecclesia. And he's saying, in his own definition about Ecclesia, it's about people who are born again and they are headed to the glorious eternal kingdom of God. According to Jesus. According to his original definition. So we need to check if we are on that road. Hallelujah. And so then the question becomes, ever since you entered here, built on the rock, established 
established on the foundation of the rock. Tell me, when you look at your life, do you see that you are born again? When you look at your life, do you really see that you are a born again person? You're saying, I am born again. In other words, what is the meaning of born again? Hey. Because he said, a man cannot enter back to his mother's womb. But whosoever with his mouth shall confess shall repent of his sins and confess that Jesus is Lord and believe and take him and be ecclesia, be removed from the world. He said that person is born again and you will see the glorious eternal kingdom of God. Oi! Mazito, mazito, sana. 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 Hey. Are you separated from the world? Or there are small things still disturbing in your office? There's little, this little secretary is still becoming a bother to you. Every time she comes, like she destabilizes you. Your heart skips a beating. Hey, excuse me. He said, Ecclesia. Did you hear the word Ecclesia? Meaning removed from the world and submitted unto the Lord. Now set apart. Even the people in your office know that this person is set apart. Separated from the world. Ecclesia. He used the word ecclesia. He said called out of the world. And now unto the Lord. Is it true that. This little girl in the office. Is still disturbing you. Every time she comes to your office. She destabilizes you. People say you are destabilized. Huh? <laughs> I don't know what destabilized looks like. <laughs> but I gave it there. You are destabilized. <laughs> Please, do, please laugh. It's laughable. Yes, yes, please. I want to laugh on this thing. <laughs> and then destabilized. <laughs> no. How? How? Because he says, Ecclesia. Ecclesia is the name Ecclesia. Removed, pulled out of the world. And he says, cannot be conformed anymore to the filth of the world. Cannot. By purpose and intention. Intentionally refuse to conform. And then he says, Ecclesia. Hey, a powerful word, right? Very powerful word. You are happy you are sitting here. No, I'm shocked that you, you sneaked in. Eh? That's very powerful because when you sit here and then you understand the heartbeat. He's saying, those things are long gone. You are born again. Even I read the benchmarks for vetting. He said, behold, you are a new creation. If those things are still disturbing you, please just repent and be born again. Please. Just turn away from sin and be born again. Time is running out. No, I'm born again, but I'm working on it. Please, no. There comes a time when people draw the line on the sand. They say, on this side, I don't go anymore. Hallelujah. He called it Ecclesia. <laughs> Mighty words. Ecclesia. So, and then if we move on. So you see, John 3.3, 3, right there, according to his own definition, he says, unless a man be born again, unless a woman, unless the church be born again, cannot see the kingdom of God. But when you look at the churches out there, do you see salvation? Do you see born again? Because sometimes you wonder, 
sometimes it's, it, ha- it aches me to look. Because I'm saying, but okay, you just read your Bible, which is the same one I'm reading, and it will direct you on what not to do. You can't dress like that. You can't dress like that and come on Global TV and start preaching. And then the whole world, even those other religions, want Jesus. And now they're looking and saying, no, no. Eish, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. He called it ecclesia. Did you hear that? Ecclesia. He says, removed from the world and now serving the Lord. Hey, that's mighty. But I have a lot, I have a lot of things here because we may not finish. There's so much for me here. But do you remember our foundations? Do I just recap for you again the foundations we had? Because you remember that was Psalm 127, verse 1. Unless the Lord build the house, the laborers at that site, they travail in vain. That's what you're seeing global. So you need to allow the Lord to build his house. And he builds it on the foundation of the rock. And what followed after that was Matthew 16, 18, which I'm reading again here. I'm just recapping on the foundations before I continue with a very long list I have for you here. And I greet all those who are at home in the mighty name of Jesus. Because I know they're tuned in in churches and everywhere, right? So he's saying Matthew 16, 18. And then he says, once I get it, I'll read it. He said, uh, he says, and I tell you that you are Peter and on this rock I'll build my church and the gates of hell will never prevail. He shut it out. When he called the ecclesia, he pulled her out and shut out hell. So there is a bit of misunderstanding. If the church is going to hell, that is not why he went to the cross. You know that. He went to the cross that she may never ever factor in hell in her life. He suffered horrendous. Son of the living God himself, right? His own blood. He went there that you may enter eternity. So please, let us, let us understand this thing correct. He went there and paid ultimate for joke? No! That you may never go to hell, but enter through the glorious stairs, stepping up there, stepping up there, and going and not looking back until you enter. Very powerful for you, just for you. Hallelujah. Amen. This is what this whole conversation is about. He said, Ecclesia. Ecclesia. Can you imagine? Removed from the world and submitted serving God now. No longer food for the devil, right? And so, he says here, so the foundation was Psalm 127, 127 verse 1, Matthew 16, 18, meaning on that declaration is the foundation. Then Matthew 7, 24 to 30 where we said, and if whoever hears the words of God and obeys them is like a wise man that launches on the rock. Those are the foundations we laid. And then we went on Daniel chapter 2. Do you remember the rock? Daniel chapter 2, 34 to 33, 34, 35, and then 44, 45 for interpretation. The rock that smart destroyed the devil and the dust went up. And look at this now. Now the glorious eternal kingdom of God was raised in the church. So the church became the vessel. The church became the kingdom. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And then he goes on, 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 on the book of Acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 40 you read when you have time. He said when the Holy Spirit came down. So he built the church from heaven and then he descended her down. So Peter stepped forward and spoke to them. Gentlemen, let me, uh, people of Jerusalem, let me say what I have something to say. 
Let me enlighten you people. This thing you see happening here is about Christ Jesus of Nazareth. The one you abused. He has now been exalted. He is both Lord and Christ. <laughs> I tell you. And his glory has increased. Hallelujah. So that, that is how the foundation was laid. So can we move forward then? So let's go back to Jesus, what he said about the church. If you go to the book of Romans chapter 6, 1 to 10, we are not reading because of time. You'll find him saying, how can we again, can I read it? How can we live into sin, live in sin again? Romans, it's good to read these things. Romans 6, 1 to 10, I may not read all. He says the following. Romans 6. He says, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that the grace may increase? By no means. We died to sin. But how can we live in it any longer? Oh, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through the baptism into death in order that just as Christ Jesus was resurrected and raised from the dead and his body did not see decay by the glory of God, we too may be raised, resurrected from dead that we may never see decay. Hallelujah. He said, that's ecclesia now. That's ecclesia. That's the church. Have you died to sin? Our review here, our calibration here now is, have you died to sin? Or is there a sin that when it flashes to you, it always messes up your salvation? Hey, that would be a problem, right? Because by now the Lord has strengthened everybody. And even just by group protection, you see that everybody's heading one direction. Now everybody's resolved. Yes, like when you try to fall back, you're like, eh, I don't want to go to hell alone. Right? Everybody say, no, I'm going to be left here. So people are now resolved for eternity. Because you say, ecclesia, ecclesia. Did you hear that word? Ecclesia, meaning removed from the world. And now submitted the Lord, serving the Lord, set apart unto him. The, because the, the, the church has now become the kingdom. <laughs> that is mighty. I tell you, I wanted to speak to you. Isn't it awesome to talk to you? On a Friday evening, yeah? in this city, Friday evening, look at what's happening here. This is awesome, right? And also I have to remove you from the streets so you don't run into trouble. So I bring you here, right? <laughs> on a Friday evening. <laughs> so you don't enter into what and all those things of the street drugs and name it out there. No. We separate from the world. And we be here and talk about the eternity of our father. Because the time comes when somebody says, I am going home back to my father. The one that created me. Yes. The devil never created anyone. Hallelujah. The kingdom is near. we rather talk about it, right? It's very mighty, my son, right? <laughs> so let's move on. And he goes on here to say, so, so you can read on and on, but he's saying, dead to sin. And he's saying that you have been buried with him and resurrected with him through the glory that resurrected him. You in this ministry, you've seen so much glory of God, the vivid, physical manifestation of the presence of God the Father. Really, really to see that and go to hell, that is an abomination. It's an abuse. So are you all going to heaven? 
the, who delayed to put up. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You'd rather be going to heaven. How can God the Father himself come? Lower the stairs to back on you. Eternity has come knocking. Has come back on him. And then he comes to Nakurumenengai too. Himself. Wonders never seen before. Even in the Bible. And then you remain. The devil will torment you. You say, you, you, you even saw the cloud of God. Hmm? Yes, you saw it, right? You saw the cloud of God. You, you were under the cloud. Hmm? And then you remained. You know me, I was in the bars. I did not see the cloud. But I'm told you saw the cloud. You were even under the rain. So the devil would torment you. If you, if you see all this and you remain, the devil would torment you. Time is running. It's already seven. I told you time flies, right? In this compound. So now. So, Ecclesia. Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter 1. Once I get it, I'll read it. Chapter 1 verses 22 to 23. Only two verses. I'll read Ephesians 1, 22-23. What is he saying then? This is what he's saying. Ephesians 1, 22-23. Can I read it? And God placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything in every way. Meaning, he became the head of the body of Christ. The body. So Ecclesia becomes the body. Ecclesia. So therefore, if there is a measuring rod for righteousness, it has to cut across all nations. You can't say, uh-uh, that's just for Kenyans. They're the ones who are dressing like that. They're the ones who are worshipping like that. No. He is the head of the body. It's the entire body of Christ being addressed here. Globally. He's saying you won't get away with this. You must be holy and righteous. You like it or not, right? Ecclesia. He says Ecclesia. That's the name. The book of Acts chapter 16 verse 31. Oh, we cannot finish really. We cannot. I just need to run through. Acts chapter 16 31. What does he say here? Again, the book of Acts chapter 16 Verse 31, real quick. He says, over here, he says, they replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household. Hey. But that's very powerful. He's now saying that he also brought family salvation. So when he referred to Ecclesia, he also meant entire family is going into heaven. Oh, yes. So you rather take that and go get your children in, right? Into eternity. And then the book of John, John 15, John 15, 26, 27. We, we may not manage. I need to pick only one or two scriptures and then summarize this thing. Hallelujah. This is so much. John... Um, 15, right? Okay, let me just read it. We have a lot of scripture. Can I just be reading through? 
Are you ready? I have like uh, 34 scriptures to just run through. Are you ready for this? Yeah, because that's why you came, right? Yeah, they're, they're quite, uh, they're very important in this conversation. If you could allow. Maybe I read, I can choose here and there. I may not read all, but to try to plow through all, right? Okay, John 15, 26, 27. On a Friday night, Friday evening, Friday night, talking about Ecclesia. Ecclesia. It's powerful. Very mighty, right? Extremely. So it says 26, 27. John 15. Let me read it. When the counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you will you and you must and you also must testify for you have been with me from the beginning. But that is now ecclesia. Ecclesia. They testify of him. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit has come upon them. The Holy Spirit has come upon you. Ecclesia. Okay, let's move on. Matthew chapter 6, 19 on, 1922. I've jumped one scripture right there. So, we, because of time. Matthew chapter 6, from verse 19 onwards. He says, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on the earth. Where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Ecclesia. He said Ecclesia. That's the name he used. He said that's Ecclesia. Did you understand the word Ecclesia? He's saying that according to him, the church, they don't store up for themselves treasures on the earth. We have just brought to fatality the temporariness of life on this earth. I read from the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 9, verse 3, the lunacy that causes them to seek evil, 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 and end up plunging into hell. I read from Ecclesiastes 3.11 that says that upon each one of you there is no excuse. Because he has embedded an awareness of the temporariness of this and the fact that when eternity comes, is preached or flashed, you have capacity to take it and go. He gave each one, he says, he has implanted, if you remember King uh, Amplified, he said, he has implanted into them the awareness of eternity. That when he's presented them, they take it and go. They have capacity to take it. Ah, that is powerful. That's a good God. A good God. He's a good God. That's a gracious God. That he has put in them an awareness of eternity. And also an awareness that, you see, that, that in, that, in that hunger, okay, can I just put it this way? He's saying that he created the heart. Thank you for those who are focusing on me not writing. He created Roho. Is it Roho or Mamoyo? <laughs> he created Moyo, the heart. 
But he that created the heart, he says, I put, I allowed things to fill the heart. I did. But I left a special void for myself. That nothing else under the sun can satisfy except eternity. That is it, yeah. So that when eternity is presented, that part is not, because you say, wow, I don't know what I should eat. I eat things I feel hungry. So, <laughs> so you are running up and down. You are wondering why you have no peace. And then I'm telling me I know why. There is a space in that heart that only eternity can fulfill. Can I put it better? There is a place in that heart that only the holiness of God can, full, can fulfill. Can fill. Only the holiness of God can fill it full. So tell me how you don't like holiness then. That's a joke, right? And all of you are created by the same creator. And then he says, Ecclesia, Ecclesia, that's Ecclesia. Did you understand the word Ecclesia? Absolutely awesome, beautiful word. Removed from the world and submitted to God now serving him. No longer food for the devil. Hey, I tell you my sons, can we move on? So he says, Ecclesia. So he's saying, no more storing, no storing of treasures on the earth, but instead storing treasures where? In heaven, in heaven, in heaven on a daily basis. In other words, you're asking yourself, what more can I do on this day to enhance my entry to eternity? I'm talking about you have entered the office. You've come into your office. That's the workplace. But you've reached and sat on your bench and the first thing on your desk, rather, rather desk, at, at your desk rather, when you sit at the desk, the first thing you're like, okay, I know the day has begun. But what can I do here today to glorify the Lord? What can I do here today to enhance my eternity? Ecclesia. They, they are removed. That's how they reason, right? They have been removed. How beautiful to pull them out, right? How awesome the name Ecclesia. It's called Ecclesia. Ay, a beautiful name and definition. Because it says, set apart. Set apart from the world. If I remember our God, he is also set apart. Wow. Ecclesia. And then he says, Matthew 28, beloved people, with all the love for you, I say these things. Matthew 28, verse 18. Matthew 28, 18. About Ecclesia. Hallelujah. I know it will resonate in your heads the whole night. Oh. You just be, you hear the noise, Ecclesia, and then you say, set apart. <laughs> Very powerful, right? Yes. Verse 16, Matthew 28, he says, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him. That is Ecclesia. They lay down at his feet and worshipped him. That is Ecclesia. Ecclesia. And then he goes on to say now, he goes on to say, And they worshipped him, but some doubted, and then he goes and say, Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on the earth has been given to me. Therefore, now, now listen to Ecclesia. Listen to Ecclesia now. 
Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of God the Father, in the name of God the Son, in the name of God the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have taught you. And then he said, Ecclesia. He called it Ecclesia. That is her. Did you understand me? She's out there. But let me just do a bit of benchmarking here. Let me stop here in a moment. Is this church doing so? Every Sunday, every day crusades, every what? Friday's crusades everywhere. Baptizing, baptizing regions everywhere. I tell you, this is beautiful. The other nations have to learn from this template. Hallelujah. This is awesome. Every day here crusades, they are sending to the radio their programs. The university students are out with flyers. They are giving flyers. The, I, I, was, I was saying, th thank God I'm saying this now globally. I mean, in, in this way. I was talking to some senior leadership of the church, the senior archbishop, and the, the, the other senior bishops, Zachary, and everybody was here, Janochaka. Senior most bishops were here. And then I was telling them, wow, you people, th this is a stunning story. It is a stunning story. Because if you go to some cities out there, like Chicago, on a Friday night, how thousands of students storm the city like this. Looking for brothels and what and what, everything. Houston, Texas. Same things happen in Dallas. Same things happen in Los Angeles. Everywhere. San Francisco is worse. Worse. Everywhere. And I was telling them, wow. I was amazed. You know, I was really amazed. Let me share this. Don't stop writing. Just, just have, me, have me enjoy this with you. It touched my heart so much. Because you find university students here. Your model of university student, right? And if you, you, you let, let him walk out of his room. So you, you visit it without him, right? And you find his bed. He has dressed it there. The reading table. The lamp is on, right? And then the softball, the to-do list is pinned there. So if you check the to-do list, you say, Friday, Bible study, Saturday, fellow, Saturday evangelism with flyers. So Saturday morning, get flyers from so and so. And then Saturday afternoon, all of us storming now. Madare or storming, uh, Kibera or storming, which, and, and then Sunday, Saturday night, projector show, what, what. If you look at that beautiful softboard, Young and like that. And wise like that. You understand? I said, what, what manner of wisdom is this? Very powerful. Their pastor is even here. And with the backpack. Saturday come backpack. They are going. The flyers, they say. Door, and they do door to door. Can you imagine? And then they are very serious because they write down the list. They say, man of God, uh, this weekend we were able to get 260, 226 people to receive Jesus. I... And we have directed all of them to the church. So I was saying that model is powerful. That's awesome. That's shocking. That's a wonder. At that age. To be doing that. And others are storming the cities. Looking for brothels and bars and nightclubs and discotheques and what. So you can imagine the treasure. You understand? So I was saying. And then I was giving the example. I gave the example of Lynette. My precious daughter here. Pastor Lynette. And I gave examples of others. And so. And I said, I, I, I was sitting here. I was having a meeting. Then they are passing very fast. 
passing and say, uh, have you done there? Not yet. Okay. So let's move this way. I think just put it over there. I'll get the other thing and bring it back to you. They are walking like that. I stopped. I stopped. I stepped out a bit to check, look at them, right? They are rushing. They're saying, bring me now the, the ribbons. I need to put the ribbons. Do you think we put blue or yellow? Let, let, let me try yellow first and then we'll see if it's not good to we'll remove it. So they, they, they are walking as in if something does not work right here, they will die that day. Hey! Excuse me. Ecclesia. Ecclesia. Did you understand me? They are serving the Lord as in if I don't do it, I'm dead today. Hey! Excuse me. So I was talking to the bishops. I was saying, people like Lynette, rushing through here, quickly rushing, putting things there, and uh, I need to bring, let me bring more curtains, and whatever. Rushing. I was like, but who gives them that wisdom at that age? And they say, Ecclesia. Set apart. Removed from the world. And now submitted to God serving him. That is very shocking, beloved people. So it's a beautiful narrative to see what the revivers done here. That is how you check out. In the university, I'm told there are big movements, right? Talk to me. Very, right? Very big movements of students, right? Very mighty evangelism. They're having their fellowships. And, and you told me now that even in the high schools, when you are bringing your granddaughter to, to the school, you find the, the reception desks are here with the principal, what the teacher's registration, what. Then there is a desk here written, members of ministry of repentance and all. <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Oh, yes. Nemazito. Mazito, mazito, sana, 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 sana. Hey! So, he, no, sit down. He shocked me. So, he's telling me that in registration, when you finish from there, you came this way. So, the ministry of repentance people, they carried her suitcase. They carried her. They took her. They dressed her bed. They showed her this, the place. They bought her some bananas. They did things for her there. They, already, they have received her. Hallelujah! <laughs> It's called Ecclesia. Ecclesia. Separated from the world and now submitted, called unto the Lord, serving him. Ecclesia. Jesus called it Ecclesia. Did you hear that? Separated from the world. Ecclesia. Have you heard that word? Ecclesia. Ay, what a beautiful word. Hmm? And so, so much is happening. And you can read on and on. The book of Acts chapter 1, read on up to verses 1 to 15. Acts chapter 2, the Holy Spirit on her. But I want to read Mark 14, 30. Ecclesia. We are still on Ecclesia, Magda. Right? Is she there at all? She left already. Oh, she's in Ecclesia. <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> she's still inside there, right? Inside Ecclesia. The book of Mark chapter 6. So, Senior Archbishop, this is a wonderful way to reach the church. Because, you know, after all he did for you people with his God at Menengai, the massive, unspeakable, massive cripples walking, just at his presence, walking into the stadium, no prayer. The cripples got up left and right, blind, seeing deaf. Even at the time he was walking out, the blind eyes were opening and what? And then the rain, he promised. After all that is again travailing for the church in Kenya. Thanksgiving, not yet. There must be something special about this church. It's called Ecclesia. Ecclesia. Did you understand me? And some of them, like my daughter Joyce, I call her. 
I said, tell her I've invited her personal, personal invitation to her. Come and sit here because they get busy. If you say so, she'll come now, right? <laughs> they have responsibilities, you understand? If you say so, they'll put things aside and come. But it's called ecclesia, set apart. You said you were shocked to see a desk. Ministry of repentance. <laughs> Ministry of repentance and holiness, the final desk for processing. <laughs> Serious, very serious, I tell you. And they begin to take care of her, show her where they do fellowship, and go to her, dress her bed, give her things there, and now she has entered a fellowship called Ecclesia. You understand? <laughs> I tell you, the devil cannot touch her anymore. Never. Never. Because she's now set apart. She has been separated out. Isn't that a beautiful word, Ecclesia? Very beautiful word, Friday evening, right? But Mark chapter 14, chapter 14 verse 30, I said. Mark 14, 30. And then we, we are towards winding. There's so much ahead, we cannot finish. Mark 14, 30. He says the following. Mark 14, 30. I'll read one, maybe even 50. I'll extend, but I'll see 14, 30. says, I tell you the truth. Jesus answered, Today, yes, tonight, before the rooster crows twice, you yourself will disown me three times. Can I explain that? I don't need to read further. Even verse 50 is there. Let me read 50 and then I will explain everything. 50. And then he says, verse 50, 49, 50. And then everyone deserted him and fled away. So what happened is this. Look at this now. I was trying to gauge, when did he start it? So, they rejected him. Do you hear me? They did what? Rejected him. I'm going to come to rejection, but just follow this first. You know, it was bad. It was bad. Even the prophecy said, people would run away from him. Right? It was really bad. And so, and for me, Speaking to you here, I know so much, so much, so much, really so much about everything of the cascade, step by step, everything, how it happened. I know so much. Even going down and then until when the glory took him up, the leopard that was passing like this and so forth. There's so much, okay? But just listen to what I'm saying for now. The prophecy said he would be rejected, Right? And then, sure enough, he was rejected, right? And said the friends of the Messiah would be far away on the hill watching. you see that. And then, look at this now. When he comes, after he has now come back. He has come back. He comes and he stood like this at the shore. Hey, guys. You're catching much? Are you catching a lot? They went back to their professions. Huh? Yeah. Did you catch much? And they had nothing. And then look at this now. Like Mary, you remember? He said, you did not. Okay, now place the nets on your right. Oh, this is the Lord. And they jumped into the water, some of them. Beloved people, 
Messiah was rejected. But the beauty of it, because I was looking at when he started, when he started, the beauty of it is now when he brought the resurrection life, then he started the church. So complete with power of resurrection. And then he empowered the church with the Holy Spirit. She was now able to come out courageously and speak those words and win people and church began. But I just want to mention one thing that I need to bring to Ecclesia. Ever since then, rejection should be part of you. Must. Ecclesia. Sometimes because of the way you dress. Sometimes because of the, what you believe in, you don't compromise. They come against you. You see that? Even at workplace. Even relatives. Even just family members. You see that? They will turn against you. It's just amazing that even family can turn against you on the fact that I'm worshipping properly. So sometimes you wonder, this doesn't make sense, right? So, ecclesia, rejection, you must embrace. And you read scriptures that say, a man of sorrows, he is familiar with suffering. So even you, in fact, there are even scriptures where he said, there's where he said that the world, he testifies against the world, so the world is looking for him to kill him. In other words, the world is fighting him. But you too, even before you preach, even just the way you dress or the way you worship or the way you execute your life becomes offensive to the other people. So that alone can spur them up to turn against you. But you need to embrace the fact that he brought eternal life to Ecclesia, eternity to you. So eternity is greater than these small tribulations here, persecutions here, and all that, right? So even as you celebrate Ecclesia, remember persecution. Now, you see also that when the Holy Spirit comes, now Ecclesia gains courage. So I expect that you are moving out with great courage, right? Oh yes, because I, I told you the other day, I, I came live on air, you were in your churches, and I said, the revelation from the visitation of the cloud. I asked, what is the revelation? And then I said, he is coming to reveal himself. The one to whose eternity you are going to is coming to you to, to, to reveal certain aspects, certain uh, traits, uh, you can call it um, uh, his, character, his, his character to you. God is coming to you. The physical manifestation of God the cloud is coming to you. And one of them I said is to be able also to tell you that there is no other God like him. And the other one I said, to also to be able to tell you that where the doctors cannot inject a crippled leg and get up and walk, he is coming and at one breath, just when his servant walks into the field like this, the crippled weak legs get strengthened, meaning he's the most powerful God ever. There's no other God. So, so if the greatest and the ultimate power ever be, that ever exists, is on your side, what should you fear then? What should you fear then? They said, Ecclesia. You understand? Ecclesia. Acts 2.41 Many believers were added to them. You see that? So that is very powerful. The church. Can I jump things and get towards the end? Revelation chapter 7 verse 9. Revelation 7 verse 9. 
Anybody making progress? Amen. Hallelujah. Are you glad that you were called impromptu today? Do we need to repent on it or is it alright? Thank you so much. Acts, I said Revelation chapter what? Chapter 7 verse 9, right? I'll read it right away. He says, After this I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, every tribe, every people, every language standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands and they cried out in a loud voice saying salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. Did you understand? That's Ecclesia now. That is a sea, a multitude. Are you going to get to work? Please, get to work. Okay? Did you hear that multitude in heaven? Can you get me off air? Both the video, so I can share some secrets here. 